Good evening and welcome to the Rissington Podcast. Okay, we're recording. Hello and welcome to the Rissington Podcast. This is John Oxton. Hello. And this is John Hicks. Hello. Hello. So, what episode are we? Twenty. Uh, Twenty. Yes, two and oh, which is a good number. Well, we said we weren't going to do another one unless we got more questions. It, that's true, and we got loads. Ah, uh-huh, we bloody yeah. for one person. Yeah, but um, twenty is a good number, I think, because it's the same number as a twenty PPs. Yes, it's it's kind of round. You're on your own here. Um floundering um i think the point well we'll come to that in a minute actually it's a nice round end number yes for a reason yes um bit of housekeeping to start us all off uh do you want to do the first bit of the the housekeeping actually because because uh not no reason well (laughs) actually why (laughs) well we just wanted to give a shout out to five simple steps like like anybody who hasn't heard of it must have been hiding under a rock. You never know. But I've actually know. actually read quite a lot of it. <laughs> and this is Mark Bolton's uh, Designing for the Web book. And it's very splendid. It's a triumph. It's and it's especially good to all those people who talk about how print designers can't be web designers. Yeah. And how Are we going to list them? Tra- <laughs> <laughs> no. Naughty don't, men. Don't feed the trolls. Uh, I only had one complaint. Mm-hmm. And that was the introduction, which was a little bit. If you're not a graphic designer, you haven't made a much of a contribution to the web. We was did it, it all. Oh, well, didn't, didn't pick maybe I was being a bit sensitive, but it, I did get that impression that you know. <laughs> but that's. I've got to have one criticism. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Otherwise, so. it just becomes an arse lick, doesn't it? <laughs> but the thing is, you know, we didn't normally mention books, and I don't normally read them. And yes, as in web design books. And there's lots of people that we know who write books. And I haven't read them. Yeah, and we'll never talk about them or blog about them. But this is one we can really get behind because it's great. It's different. Very well written, very well designed. It's a bit timeless because it doesn't go on about technologies that are going to be outdated anytime soon. Yeah, because that's tools. And it's not about the tool, this is about the the design thinking. Mm. Anyway, very good. Well done, Mark. Yes. Oh, that was the other thing. It was just that be nice to have a physical copy, well, which I think I, he's going to do. I watched on Twitter today. There was some talk. Yeah, that's what you need. It's one of these books that you want to keep referring to. Yeah, so. I, I've heard numerous people saying, "I'm going to try and print it out." Mm. I know people like Drew um, so that he can always buy his books as PDF if he can, mm. simply because of the space it takes up to have a, a physical book. Mm. But I just find PDFs quite hard to read. Yeah, but I've been messing around with that on my iMac, and you just scale it right up, sit mm. back. You have to make it really big. Yeah. Big. <laughs> bigger. I like them big. Make the text bigger. Excellent. That's our first shout out. Yes. Thank oh, you, Mark. Well done, Mark. I said that in a sort of, well done, Mark. Gold well done. star for you. <laughs> Lollipop. <Yes. laughs> uh, so, the news is, dun, dun, dun. we are moving away from Rissington. We're off. We're going away. Uh, just we down the road, really. We don't want to stay here because we don't like it. No, we do. The receptionists are horrible. No, that's not true. Um, the internet's a flaky. <laughs> it's my, my head's flaky. Yeah, well, we found this um, this nice office in Burford, 
where we're actually renting a whole first floor to ourselves, mm. which maybe sounds bigger than it actually is. Uh, but it is bigger than this. It is definitely bigger than this. And it's nice. It's nice space. And Burford's lovely. It's in an old mill. Yeah. And it was a good advantage, and it means that uh, Lee can come and join us. Um, yeah, we'll have none working, of that. Working away <laughs> from home. And it'd be great. So, at last. I'm looking forward to it. And um, It kind of ties up with a little bit of... Uh, this sort of why 20 is a round number because the nature of us moving mm. is an opportunity to sort of change the format of the podcast a little bit, perhaps. Maybe, yeah. Um, we're not sure yet, but this is probably going to be the last one from Risington. Yes. But not the yeah. last podcast. Because we're going to be moving early March, so we've only got a yeah. few weeks left, haven't we? So Well, it normally takes us about three months to get around to recording. Yeah, exactly. And we've stayed home late from at school, haven't we? We have. Stayed home. So stayed at school late. It's seven o'clock in the evening uh, whilst we record this. Yeah. I'm usually in bed by now. Mm. I'm um, usually very, very drunk by now. <laughs> so same thing. Bit of a shock to be sober. <laughs> <laughs> this is what darkness looked like. And um It's not just my eyelids. It's <laughs> uh, so we're not even sure if it's still gonna be called the Richmond Podcast. We don't know. Because you know, in some ways we could just keep it the same. We could, but I just think the way the new office is laid out, we've been talking about changing the format for a little while. We've been talking yeah. about getting other people involved, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I think Simon's very interested in being more involved. Mm-hmm. Mr. Dennis, is more, he's more interested in being involved. We know he is. Yeah. And maybe Lee. Maybe. Know, maybe. <laughs> anyway. So we have to see. But essentially, it'll still be the similar kind kind of thing, and that will be there'll still be talking. plenty of fucking swearing for those <laughs> who want it, and maybe some podcasts without it for those who don't. So, um, that's our bit, bit of news. That leads. Are we leading straight on to the other bit? Yes, because to what I was saying about you know, do we keep the same name? Do we change something else? Um, we have a competition. A proper one. A pro- well, the last one was a proper one. Yeah, maybe we were a little Even ambitious with our requirements. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> put a few people off by... I don't know, because I said the deadline's passed, and then people said, oh, no, no, I've got to do... I was going to do one. Um, and no. <laughs> Zero. So maybe it was a bit complex. Maybe the tag was a bit complex. We asked people to flick us stuff with. But this one will be easier, won't it? Uh, well, I think Darling. so. I don't know what we're doing. What <laughs> <laughs> we're doing. Well, we've, we're going to st- throw it open and ask people. Um, if we don't call it Rissenden Podcast anymore. And not Pissington Rodcast because it's by a canal. Yeah. Um, what can we call it? I mean, Pissington Rodcast actually is quite tempting because the guy that's in the office that we're going to be going into caught a fish from the window it's right yes. next to a river. Which I thought was brilliant. Which, you know, Pissington Rodcast just seems to, to suit that perfectly. So and he did offer to swap it as, didn't he, for a website? <laughs> <laughs> There's a man who values websites. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what could it be? What could it be called? Because it's yeah. not like a, the John and John show. It could be... Well, it might be. You never know. I mean, is it, is it worth telling them the name of the place we're going to be in? Describe the place. Well, yeah, well, it's it's Burford, so you can look that yeah. up on the internet. Burford is the kind of Cotswoldy, twee Cotswold village full of old fuckers <laughs> and, <laughs> and nice delis, and nice delis and coffee houses <laughs> and a Starbucks. On an island. No, there isn't is a Starbucks. It, is it on an island? Yeah. Is it? Well, yeah. Oh fuck me! <laughs> an island on an island. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. 
we'll be all right when the, when the revolution happens. You know, we could we could change the theme tune to something like Islands in the Stream. But it's it's on a canal. It's very scenic. It's very beautiful. Yeah. Um, it's very Cotswoldy. It's though. very. It's more Cotswoldy than where we are now. Although the actual interior of the office is very seventies. It's very seventies though. Yeah. <laughs> and so, it's very tempting to do a kind of so Abigail's party theme as well. Funky Cotswold seventies. Next to an old mill. Well, it is, yeah. It is the old mill, sort of island housey mill, storehouse thing. So the question is, do you remember how many copies of... Um, five. Ah, right. So we've got five copies of Ian Lloyd's book. Build your own website, The, the right, right Way, using HTML and CSS. Yes. Which is a book we've recommended in the past. Yep, and it's the second talking edition. About, so talking about good. never... <laughs> Never talking about books. Yes, I know, we did a special recording for him, didn't we? That we did, which is on YouTube, which yes. we should probably do it too. Yes. Um, but yeah, apart from this one, we never did talk about books. And there's no concerns about whether we'll ship it or not, because SitePoint are going to take care of all of that. Yep. All they want us to do is Basically. have the competition. Lovely, lovely people at SitePoint.com. <laughs> um, but it, it's a fantastic deal, really, because it's very easy. You, we pick the five best... Like. Name, possible names. I mean, we might not use them, but no. it's have a bit of fun. Yes, and do it, roll, people. Roll come on, it. we're <laughs> we're feeling unpopular. So I think we should say you can either email or you can Twitter. We are on mm -hmm. Twitter. We are just Rissington. Um, just going back, just to check. Well, wouldn't it be better to email, Mister Hicks? I suppose so. Because do we want their Oh, we're going to pick the winners and then get their details. We should really have talked about this before we started recording. Oh, come on, this is the podcast. <laughs> I think it would yeah, be... Well, email. we'll pick the winners. Yeah, and then let's, we'll do it, let's, do, let's keep it to email because then it'll can, be easier. We can store it. Yeah. What's the deadline? Because um, we're not going to record for a while, but that doesn't mean we can't not, send out the winners. But we've still got to keep a good deadline, I think, end of the month. End of the month. 28th? Yep, sounds yep. good. So yes, it's a fantastic book by Ian Lloyd. Second edition, it's the hot of the press. It's, it's the newest, newest of the new. And don't forget, even if you don't want it because you're too advanced, you might know a friend. Yeah. Talking of too advanced. What's this, <laughs> what's this Eric Jordan thing I keep hearing I about? I still haven't picked up a copy of the .NET article. Somebody send me a copy of .NET, please. I think it's it, it seems, sounds to me like a, a David Icke moment. From uh, Eric Jordan, mm. who's going on about being a beacon of hope in these dark times. Gosh. That explains the design of Too Advanced with the whole <laughs> Mayor pyramids and shit going down. Does it explain, yeah, does it explain how it's like 10 years dated? Very late 90s, isn't it? Too well, Advanced. I remember admiring Too Advanced very much. Yeah, but you're in, in admiring it at the end of the 90s. True. So right. I think we've got through every housekeeping we can manage. So um, yeah. I think it's time to get on with that. Question. Do you want to go first? Yes. Rick Walter. I saw an article somewhere about how YAL use conditional comments to target IE. Goodness sake, what, what, what sort of... Did Yoda write this? Youth! He's a bloody youth! He's a youth. Is. Oh, dear. I bet he's got blue neon lights under the bottom of his car. <laughs> somewhere! <laughs> so I looked at your source today just to see. Boy, I could show. I like this, actually. He's, he's using it... Two returns mm. and a full stop to add extra emphasis. So it goes, so I looked at your source today just to see. Cool. cool. I just wanted to reach out and give Yal a pat on the back. Well done. Now if we could just do some hell, just one of the really big sites to do the same. 
So this is Simon Clayson's uh, discovery or idea. What, Rick Walter? <laughs> yeah. It's not the fucking X Factor. Because <laughs> Clayson realised that if you use conditional comments, you could stop IE from seeing any CSS, IE6 at least. Right. Um, so you didn't have to start overriding lots of stuff. You could just give it the basic style sheet and that's it. Away or, like Whistington Podcast do, you can give it a special IE6 all by itself. Comic Sans. Yes. Cold shit version. <laughs> so um, you can have a look on Flickr if you haven't got a copy of IE6. Thank you, um, youth person. Yes. It's Alan Bristow again. Yes. Brother of Eric. It, oh, hello, John and John from Chile, Canada. I want to get up to speed on an e-commerce solution that I can completely customise that is nice and web standards-y and that can be made to place. Can be made to place nice with text padding. I think it nice. Play nice. Okay. I looked at Shopify vids. Uh, looks pretty darn good. I remember John saying on episode I forget that he used product I forget with text pattern. It was good <laughs> but not perfect. So this is... Can't be bothered to listen to the back series. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> can you remind me what it was you were looking at? So the one I was looking at was Trading Eye. Um, I haven't actually looked at Shopify. Uh, Robert Sankey says, love the podcast. Especially when you insult my dear school chum, Adam Coppard and his family. <laughs> Do we insult him? I think Adam Coppard was the one who uh, was going on about how he, his family gets on his tits. Oh, yes. In the car. I'm <laughs> oh, sure yes. he loves them dearly. But... <laughs> or is it just the fact that his surname? Oh, Coppard. Coppard. Got Cockney neck. Anyway, I was wondering what sort of thing... Should a young man like me wear to school ball? Well, it used to be called the school disco when I was at school. In America, they call it the prom, don't they? I think. He's, uh, a po- he's a posh one, this one. School yeah, ball. School ball. We never had, we had end of term disco, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Jeans and a pink t shirt. <laughs> Would you suggest the traditional dinner jacket or something else? Also, what form of transportation? Blimey, goodness. Well, it's nice to get a different kind of question like, it for is. a change, isn't it? Um, let's. Take it one by one then. Okay, so the best kind of um, get-up for a school ball, would you say Burberry? But it's a ball, isn't it? There's only one thing for it. Testicles. <laughs> I don't know. How the, fuck, how the fuck do I know? It's our job to know. People oh, ask your, us questions look, and we give them answers. I'm the Welsh one. You'll have to answer this. <laughs> I, I think you can't go wrong with a traditional dinner jacket. I'd say. Sartorial win is the best kind of win. Someone said to me on Twitter, and I agree with them. And then followed them. I mean, you think, you know, traditional dinner jacket or something else. It says, if it's a ball. Well, it's either that or you go dressed up as a chicken or something. Well, you know, Elvis. Yeah. The, the, the choices are endless, really. Um, or very tempting to go as something, oh, I don't know, maybe, maybe a Star Trek character. <laughs> that would really help you pull Mr. Spock. <laughs> Yes, or one of the ladies of Star Trek. Um, yeah, dinner jacket. What form of transportation? <laughs> Fuck you, know. No, I think... I, I want to go on. I think the best form of transportation, just stick with it, uh, <laughs> would be a tandem. For that Assuming. kind of foppish English um, kind of... Or a unicycle if he doesn't get a date. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, don't go for the stretch limo or stretch hummer. Because if it's a school ball and not a school disco, yeah, you. school disco definitely stretch hammer. Mm, yeah, is he? Is he even signed himself as Thomas William Sankey? You see, Hold on a minute. How can it say Robert Sankey at the top? Maybe then, that's his dad's email. 
<laughs> Maybe this guy's like really young. <laughs> Shouldn't even be fucking listening. That's what scares me about the internet. People are very young. They are. No, we're just getting old, Mr. Hicks. That's the problem. Oh dear. So, yeah, yeah we have to come closer so we can uh, hear you. Shout! We'll we'll have linkage for the um. Yeah. Okay. What are you recommend? Uh, Yang Tweedy Bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's superb. Because there's also the, the Tweed Cycling Club, Tweed.cc, <laughs> who are fantastic. Oh. And I want to sort of start cycling just so I can join. Um, there's actually a last question of that, which is talking about dates. How long before you should ask a girl to a ball? What? I don't really understand that. How long? I mean, as soon as possible, surely. Yeah. I wouldn't leave it till the last minute. No. The night. On the very night. No. My Jarvis never... Unless it's a euphemism. You know, this is this is asking about something I was never never any good at and rarely ever went to anyway, so... Yeah. <laughs> we didn't have school balls at my school. Yeah. It was discos. Discos here and discos, discos there. Disco dancing. You know, I love this. Everybody puts blah, blah, blah in the <laughs> This is from Tim Print. I hope mm-hmm. he's not designing websites. <laughs> Pretty boring question, but you may be able to help. I'm in the process of going full-time freelance and I'm looking for some accounting software. My accountant recommended this. Uh, I could run it under parallels, blah, 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 blah. Well, I think this is fairly simple. So accounting software. Yeah, I've used a program called Accounts mm-hmm. on the Mac, which I found to be very fine. Yeah. And my accountant was perfectly happy with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, because I, I did a post where I was looking for a mind your own business mm. replacement. Um, which got very high in the Google search results mm. for my own business. And they rang me to ask me if I would reevaluate the software because they'd made a lot of changes mm. and it was as worse as ever. So you're still unrecommending that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, I, I like that accounts package. It depends what your business is, but for a little individual freelancy person business, mm. quite good. I, Always check with your accountant. I did. And he was like, bow. That it, was proper bow. It's proper bow. Take away his sage and he cry like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does seem that generally the, the, the better accounting packages seem to run better on Windows. But that's only because accountants work on Windows. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, it depends what you want to do because I use billings for the whole um, timekeeping, billing, invoicing yeah. side of it. But it doesn't do the cash keeping. Yeah, and you don't um, get that double entry bookkeeping thing. Yeah. No, I, I decided that actually I was better off hiring a bookkeeper. That's the other thing. Hire a bookkeeper. And I was, I was very worried at the time because it, it seemed like a lot of money, but the amount of time it saves me, mm. no. And she went back through my uh, three or four previous years of accounts mm. and there's all sorts of bumblefucks in there of, you know, I'd put purchases in twice because I wasn't sure how to use the software properly. And you know, mm. it was... A real mess, and not she the, sorted it all out. Not the double-entry bookkeeping you need. No, no, not that kind of a the, the way I worked it was, as long as my bookkeeper's on a lower hourly rate than I am, it's mm. worth it. And your accountant might be able to recommend a good bookkeeper. Yep. So that's where I got mine from anyway. And my bookkeeper did used to come in and work on my computer and use the account software. Yes, she did, didn't she? Yeah, it was great. Yes. So it's nice and easy. So... I've already lost count of who... You're on Mark Jackson. Yeah, but who's asking the question? Oh, you are. Okay. Wing Commanders, Oxton and Hicks, DFC and Bar. 
I'm taking a break and spending a week in Morton the Marsh, not too far away from Rissington. This is on Feb the 3rd, so actually we might still be in time. Maybe. Um, I live just outside Morton in Marsh. Are top five places worth visiting are in and around the area. Okay. Do you want me to do this one? Yeah, please, because you, you're you the would? local lad. I'm not the local lad. Uh, Batsford Arboretum. Yay. Uh, definitely worth a walk around. Lovely. If you've got children, very mm. lovely. Tell them we sent you. They won't know who the fuck we are. <laughs> well, no, I did, I did their website for them, but... Um, who else now? Oh, see, put on the spot. I should have thought about this. Help me out here. Borton? Borton on the water? Yeah. Because you've got the, the Cotswold Motor Museum. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, and the Miniature Village. Yeah. But ignore the whole... The Venice. Model Village is... Yeah. <laughs> and the Birdland. But ignore the whole Venice of the Cotswold bit. Yeah. <laughs> you might be a bit disappointed by that. Um, um, where I'm just... My mind is just whizzing around Morton. I think just taking a general drive around in that area is quite good. Well, in the middle of Morton, you've got the Aviation Museum. I've never been, so I don't know if it's any good. Um, we tried to go once, it was shut, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm going to do. It was flooded, actually. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm going to just log on to the Morton and Marsh website. <laughs> <laughs> um, I suppose that's another place. Come and actually. see the new park bench. The other, the other place is you're not too far from Stowant World, which is mm -hmm. very twee and pretty and has and some good shops. Chipping Camden. Chipping Camden, definitely. Lovely views from Chipping Camden, isn't yeah. there? And some, and some good walks. Um, I'm not doing very well with this. <laughs> uh, you could pop to the Horse and Groom in Borton on the Hill for lunch, which is mm -hmm. a very, very nice pub, nicely done. You could go to John's house. Uh, yes, you can come to my house and tidy the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Batsford, definitely the top recommendation. Now, Batsford, that's where which Radiohead album was recorded? Uh, uh, Hail to the Thief. No. The ones before that. My, uh, my, amnesiac. My, my mind is shutting down. Amnesiac and Kid A. Oh, right. Excellent. I mean, it's especially in autumn. I think when you say autumn is the best time of the year to go to Batsford. Autumn is. Although all time yeah. of the year. Probably. Yeah, it's just it's a nice place to go for a walk. Yeah. Hello, lads. Beep, beep. <laughs> uh. I know you have touched on the hosting subject before, but I do have this dilemma. As you're experienced web designers, I wonder if you have ever transferred a website with its domain and hosting to another host altogether. Uh, yes, yes. I think that's the sum of its parts. As in, how do you do it? Yeah. Um, phone up the host you're moving to and say, will you help me move? <laughs> I think it's, do you think it's quite helpful having a different registrar to your host? Uh, your yes, name? I think that works because your host, or even so, your host should give you an IP to play with whilst you're setting up. Yes. Well, I'm thinking it's like I'm, I, all my domains are uh, hosted with Namesco mm. in the UK. Um, so no matter where things are hosted, you point, I can control different yeah. points in different directions. So, you know, I, I don't keep it with the hosting. But in terms of transferring, say you're sat on wherever. Yeah. Like when I was sat on Easily Serve when I moved to Segpub, mm. I had two copies running. And one was running off the IP that Segpub gave me just to check it was all working. Yeah. Then when I was ready, I went back to my domain and pointed it at that. Absolutely. And pick a decent host and they'll give you a hand. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and Jeremy certainly did when I moved over to Segpub. Jeremy did all of mine for me in about yeah. 10 minutes in Terminal. And so. um, including database exporting. Yeah. It doesn't mention whether he, he does a database, but if you're running something like a... A WordPress or text pattern install or something. But you can normally do a dump in the file <laughs> and then upload it. You dirty beggar. Isn't it PHP my admin or something? That yes. Most of them that's, have. Yeah, that's actually it's a lot easier than it sounds, isn't it? it you it, go to the database, you say export, yeah. and then on the PHP my admin on your new host, mm. you import. 
and it brings up all your data. It's always the first time I did it. It was a very daunting thing, but mm. actually, with a decent host and some decent support, it's, it's yeah, it's doable. It's quite nice and easy. Yes, but as you say, yes. Hopefully, they'll give you an IP address so mm. you can test things working and then repoint the domain name. Um, you might need to come back to us and ask some more specific questions on, you know, he doesn't mention whether he's hosting and Imagine domains at the same place. Or he's probably done it by now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this was January. But that's not bad for us. <laughs> Your go. So Luke Dorney uh, from butterlabel.com would like to know um, how I'm visually supposed to differentiate the Rissington Twitter avatar from Andy Clark's. Ah, you just have to blur your eyes ever so slightly, step back, Hold your penis in your hand and you'll see the difference. Yes, yes. What about the ladies? How can they differentiate the Old difference? Hold Luke's penis in their hands. I don't know. <laughs> but what, you know. What if you're a lady, you happen to be on your own, there are no penises av available. Buy a penis. Would, would a sausage do? <laughs> yes, frozen chipolata. <laughs> there you go. That's the, all bases covered. Yes. But I think the easy way to, to tell is the fact that um, we actually have a reason to use the RAF roundel. Yes. Although not for much longer. <laughs> no. And we, we did just... Yeah, anyway. <laughs> so is it my go? It is. Uh, this is from David A. McLean. Brother of that bloke from the he other He was place. outside the law. He needed chocolate. Um, he's just a quick note to say he received his care package of double-decker and badges and other shit that we oh, threw yes, in that bag. Oh, excellent, yeah. Um, that we actually managed to get. Sent. Yeah. So you're more than welcome. I hope you enjoyed it. Now, actually, can I just mention at this point, you mentioned Double Decker. Mm. There's been some various talk on the uh, Twitter account about raisins in Double Decker. And the upshot was, up until 1986, they did have raisins. And then after that, raisins were removed. You know what? What would we do without the internet? How would we have such useless information? I know. The, <laughs> the internet is just one big pub quiz answer, isn't it? It is. <laughs> but it's very useful. I mean, I, I find Twitter I'm, jolly useful for this sort of thing. I'm going to sleep better knowing that. Yeah. But some people were saying, Double Decker's never had raisins. Are, are you crazy? <laughs> in that sort of... In that kind of, you know, slightly kind of... Transatlantic. Anxious way. Okay, you'll go. Peter Blatchford. What up, homies? What's he saying so, about us? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Three questions, but I'll keep them brief. One, if you could design the record sleeve for any band, past or present, who would it be? Well, that's a good question. Sex Pistols. Really? Yeah. Mm. Iconic. But, you, but you, do you think you could do better? I think I could get away with it a bit more readily. You <laughs> could be rude. Of course, I'm, that's being, what I'm being very naive. Cause do I think I could do it better? No, but why not? <laughs> um, or maybe the Spice Girls. I guess, yes, I mean, maybe things like Radiohead, but I guess there's so many what I wanted to good say, but ones. it was too obvious. <laughs> <laughs> well, Coldplay, because I could really fuck it up for them then. You get a lot of bands who do really nice covers, and you think, mm. well, there's nothing you can add to that. Mm. But I suppose there's lots of people who have, you know, very plain, boring, like, photograph and bit of text as mm. their cover. Um, trying to think of a good example. Ron Sexsmith comes to mind. And doing something a bit more with those. Mm. But I suppose just for the prestige part of it, um, I would like to design for Starflyer 59. Let's see. Who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. My favourite band. 
They always have good covers as well. But um, I would love to. Maybe if that. there's a band out there who have nice music and we like it, we'll design, nice. them, we'll design them a record cover. Yes. Um, second question: Do you either of you have respectable handwriting, or is it as bad as everyone else's? I fucking awful, appalling, appalling handwriting. Spider that's walked in ink. I can't read my own writing. Mm. I've given up writing. <laughs> I really have. I could be a doctor. You get a pen and a piece of paper, and you think, well, "Where's the return key?" You know? <laughs> where's the control Z? Yeah, but yeah, it's it's probably because of typing, isn't it? Mm? Lee's got great handwriting. Yeah, really nice. I'm surprised you haven't got no. Because mine's, mine's always been pretty bad, but then mm. over the last, you know, ten years, it's mm. gone really downhill. Jess, the same. She's got nice handwriting too. She's arty mm. types, but you're yeah. arty types. That's what I don't understand. I struggle with envelopes. I have to write an envelope address. Yeah. It starts off not too bad, but then it just becomes like painful to the arm yeah. to actually keep writing. Maybe that's not the pen. <laughs> just the, it's just the exercise. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't be dangling from the helicopter when I'm writing. Uh, number three, have you tried the Cornish Quartz from Rose? That's some badass cheddar. I, I haven't, but, no. but I will now. Try it, Cornish Quartz. I must say, actually, Waitrose, quite good... Uh, you know, if you don't want to go to the deli counter, mm. they actually have some good cheeses that you can just sort of pick up from the cheese bit. Um, oh. Sounds a little bit like that nice Welsh cheese, which I always keep forgetting the name of. Oh, uh, it's uh, it's got the miner on the front. Yeah, of it. not the little child, the coal miner. Yes, um, oh, I don't know. Yeah, um, <laughs> and in between podcasts, I always remember what it's called, and then it's it's a lovely one, coal dust or something. Yes, so thank you, Pete, for that recommendation. We'll try that out. I go? Yes. Oh, it's a text pattern development work. Oh, we haven't had it for a while, I suppose. I suppose not. This is from Alex. I don't know which Alex. Hello, Alex. Form. Alex Armstrong. Mm. Oh, yeah, look down at the bottom there. Mm. <laughs> Greetings. <laughs> uh, Two part question this one. After listening to you both wax lyrical about the joys of text pattern, I thought I'd try it for myself. However, being new to integrating my own front end, we've all been there. <laughs> code with the CMS system I wanted to seek the panel's advice about how they built their TXP sites right question one do members of the panel build their sites locally first and then deploy the whole kit and caboodle uh, to a large site which record do you do done it both ways mm-hmm. and I'm probably about to do it again the deploy to live site well building the live site as I go mm. otherwise I'll never launch the fucking thing yeah no I mean I've, I've yeah I've done it both ways and I find you can do it locally and transport mm-hmm. it but unless it's um, actually not even for a, a, a redesign I would do it on a live site mm. and, Nothing like and real leave content. it in a place it's going to be yeah. and if it's if it's like a, like a redesign of the, the blog mm. I will do it with a sex <laughs> sex <Some> sexer <laughs> some sexer <laughs> I'll sex it up <laughs> oh yeah separate text pattern installation I think um, dub that separate, over with a bit of chef yeah <laughs> A separate text pattern installation under a subdomain with the um, same database. Yeah, well, well, what with I'll do, I'll do an exploit of the database. Yeah, and you know, work on it from there. Mm. And once that's right, usually it's just like the um, uh, the the forms and the pages templates, mm. and then export those and put them back into the live one. Yeah, or most more often than not, it's a case of a site that isn't live yet. So I just develop it on there, and then mm. you know, when it's live, give the URL out. You know. I have to say, since the last, like, I think we've discussed this before, but I've found myself spending more time in fireworks these days than I used to. 
Yeah. I used to develop it live. And, but For doing the content, mm. it's quite handy just to bash it out and get the sections in. And yeah. Especially with the new text pattern because it has... Um, it comes with proper tags for section navigation. Uh -huh. Like when you add a section with an article in it, mm. it'll add a, a navigation and a sub nav Ooh, for the nice. articles. And you know, it's much easier just to to work out the site with the wireframe. It's basic. Hmm. Question two: When it comes to the co to code the CSS through the panel, code a flat static HTML version first, and then integrate that with TXP. I think we've kind of answered that, haven't we? Yeah, I mean, I've often done the like a flat HTML version, but what I've done a lot recently is um, use CSS edit mm. and override the styles locally mm. and then work on the, the, the CSS live like that. Mm. So, you know, if I need to add an extra bit of markup, go into text pattern and change it there, but then work on it locally so that only I'm, the only place where you can see this new CSS is on my mm. desktop at the time. I think it depends um, if there's content ready whether, well, whether it's a first-time build or not. Yeah, because often the problem is that you're waiting for content, isn't it? Well, the other reason um, to work on a static version first is if you're in the situation, like I am, of developing a framework. Yeah. And you need to keep that flat file somewhere for reference later. Mm. So that would be one case. Yeah. Okay. James John Malcolm. The man with three yeah. first names. Actor or whatever his name is. Um, looking at Atomic Toy... Dot org, three six five dudes. Dude Which dude are you most like? Let's have a look at this. Dude today. Dude today. I don't understand. Uh, oh gosh, pretty scary dude there. Oh, um, I would be the man in the suit with the knife. I think. Uh, I'd be. Um, the, I'd be ninety five. I think the man with the beer and the gun, looking <laughs> a bit scruffy. And oh, I see. There's more. Oh, I didn't see all those. Oh, oh there's more. I say. Oh yeah, ninety five is nice. Nice. 83 fumes, Dennis. Uh, oh, gosh, actually some good ones, isn't there? Oh, oh 76, quite like to be him when I'm older. <laughs> <laughs> See, I had no commitment to this, but now I'm looking at it, I quite like it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, 90 is quite appealing, the kind of rat-type creature in the dressing gown. Um, oh, oh. Seven, seven, did you say 79? For or you? 81? Um, the guy holding the newspaper. Uh, um, 81, I think. 83, 83, I think it was. Maybe 81. 83 looks like my Uncle Jed. Oh, there you go. See, I was on to something. Yeah. Now, I was also thinking 50, definitely 50. I feel like that most mornings. <laughs> they haven't got down as far as 50 yet. Oh, got the guy from the Nazis from uh, Rage of the Lost Ark. Mm -hmm. Excellent. That's quite good, actually. 63 is excellent. Uh, well, it's probably a bit old news now, but it, was it is. Sent on my birthday, no less. I think um, I would like to be represented by image number 81. I said nine. I can't remember now because of clothing bears. <laughs> you, you were 64, I think. Uh, Richard Young. Uh, who would win in a fight, the Risington Bear or the RYDA Bear? Do we have a Risington Bear? Yeah, oh, behind you. you. Oh, the Risington. hanging up. Sorry, I'm with you. But I'm not sure what the RYDA Bear is. They're making us click links again. Good job we got the internets. Rider Bear. Is it somewhere we can go and ride a bear? I don't know. I think the Risingdon bear would win. Yes, because we could tie it round his eyes and then he'd run into a tree. And it's only a flag, so it could never die. Oh. Uh, I'm lost on that. I think, basically, I think he's expecting everyone else to know what's going on in his local area. Yes. Um, but I'm lost. Yes. Oh, hang on, just say, my money's clearly on the away win for the Geordie-trained 
Kootenay-based Oso Negro in the blue corner. Oh, he's lost me. He's lost me. Oh, hang on. There's a bit, there's a bit more. He's oh. put some information in. Do you want to, are you reading this question now, uh, don't you? I was, I was gone. You were gone. <laughs> you already kicked on the next one. Ah, as a relative newcomer to BC's mountainous Kootenay region, I rather naively assumed tales of large, naughty wildlife coming right into the outskirts of town, which is big talk. Big talks are shit up the Brit. <laughs> After months of crywolf-style gentle warnings from my neighbours to beware, it was rather delightful to eventually see this gentleman amble past my office window, then hang about long enough for me to take a shite picture. Not <laughs> quite a while then, or not very long. Ah, uh, right, now it explains all. Yes, gosh, imagine seeing a bear from your window. How cool is that? As long as all the windows are closed. Yeah. It reminds me, actually, of... Have you read the uh, book with your children uh, going on a bear hunt? Uh... Where all these all this family go off and look for a bear, and they finally find one, they shit themselves and run off, and the bear follows them. Mm. Um, and then, then all. when the bear tries to get into the house, there's this last shot, this last scene of the bear kind of walking home, looking very sad. Oh. So he just wanted to play. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not a good one to read to Canadian children in the outback. No. <laughs> exactly. It's Michael Rosen. It's very good. Um, yes, okay, so we maybe we should have read the whole email. Yeah, sorry about that, we screwed up that question. Now then. Late night podcast, not a go in the future. No. Though, unless we <laughs> haven't eaten chips or we've eaten lots of lager. <laughs> Let's do it in Hungary. Uh, so, Benjamin Vickery. Now, we've, we've had, I'm sure we've had Benjamin Vickery. Quite possibly. Before. Uh, I'm sure we've said we've had him before as well. <laughs> yes, Poor sorry. lad. May times I hear you speaking ill of, oh, sorry, I think it's many, many times. Many times I hear you speaking ill of flash sites. Does he mean ill in the hip-hop sense? Uh, it could be. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we need to know, because it could be two opposites, couldn't it? It could be ill good or ill bad. While I tend to agree with you, I feel that my opinion could stand a bit more depth, as I find myself defending the merits of non-flash-based sites frequently. Ah, you see, jumping on the bandwagon without could knowing why. Could you both expand a bit more on why you don't prefer flash sites? Have we said we don't prefer flash sites? Well, we, do you remember we talked about a feature of non-Web Standards Website of the Week? Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah, so, I so actually, things like Joshua Davis and... I think, used appropriately, flash sites are fantastic. Yeah. Concept Share, I use every day. Joshua Davis, PlayStation, all of those. Yeah. Most of his work. Um, it's all about the right tool, isn't it? It's choosing the right tool for the job. Mm. And in some cases, people just choose flash because it's all they, all they know. Yeah. Um, and there's no doubting that it is higher maintenance cost than a non-standard site. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure they've made it easier, mm. but nevertheless. But no, I mean, flash sites, I just remembering things like, for, I don't know if it still exists, but uh, Once Upon a Forest, which was well, the Joshua Davis one. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's still there. Which is fantastic. But that was a good example of using flash in a kind of exploratory, arty way. YouTube. Uh, well, yeah, great exactly. Great example of using flash. Yeah. Uh, iPlayer, mm -hmm. also very good. So... It's just the right, you're right, it's the right tools for the job. Um, yeah. and, but so, so often you come across inappropriate use of Flash. Yeah, I like Flash. Yeah. I should remember a couple of years ago, another Flash that I really liked was um, a, a photographer who did this series of photographs of a cemetery in London. Mm. And he used a subtle use of Flash to do little bits of animation, like, um, like a summer in the churchyard, and mm. you get the little, you know, the little dandelion seeds floating yeah. in, the, in the breeze. Um, or actually the really scary ones where they have these statues and the longer you, long you looked, suddenly the statue would open its eyes and be like, ah, <laughs> mummy! But that was fantastic. Mm. Uh, I, think, I don't think we're flash haters. No, absolutely. 
uh, Andy Kroll. Hello, you fine chaps. Um, I was just wondering about your current development setups. Which Mac do you currently use? Feel free to be rude about Microsoft here. Um, is it a different setup from what you ideally would use? Okay. Uh, I've got my dream setup, really. Mm -hmm. Oh, do you need to know? Um, yes. <laughs> Look, you can see it. It's here. <laughs> I know, but I've got, I've got multiple setups. I've got a MacBook Pro, brand new one, mm -hmm. 4 gigabytes, 2.53 core duo. Nice, shiny. Yeah. With a 23-inch cinema display. I would like the new cinema display, but that's fine. And then at home, I have a 24-inch iMac. Mm -hmm. I have no complaints about my setup. Yeah. It's bloody lovely. Um, I've got the same MacBook Pro as you, which is bloody great. And I've got the new 24-inch cinema display, which is also bloody great. You can also do your hair in it. Um, but that's, bas that's basically it. So basically, when I'm in the office, it gets plugged into the nice big cinema display, keyboard and mouse. And then when I work from home, I've just got the MacBook Pro, and that's it. But then I use things like, well, both you both use Dropbox mm. a lot. Yeah, Dropbox. To, Very you know. I mean, I, I work from Dropbox. Do you actually yeah, your my current life work in? My life lives in Dropbox now. So, like, one time when I was, um, I managed to come into the office and leave the MacBook Pro at home, um, I was able to use Dropbox just to get all my work and get on. Oh, that was when the, the iMac was here, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, um, fantastic. Mm. And that's my, 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 my setup, my ideal setup. Oh, I, I have printer. We have printer. Stop me if I'm boring you. No, network, we have network printer and uh, air tunes. Uh -huh. Or music. Um, we just feel free to be rude about Microsoft. I mean, not, you know, it's not worth it. Not massively against Microsoft, really. Mm. Just I prefer Mac. Um, and I do quite like those Dell Studio Hybrid computer things. They're lovely. Yes. Um, especially the bamboo one. Um, secondly, how do you do your IE testing? Ah, send it off to my boys and say, make it fucking work. <laughs> <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, we keep referring to this Chav Pingu. A video on YouTube, so we'll have to, uh, yeah. have to link to that. You have to stick with it. It's not safe work. It's not, no, definitely. But you not. have to stick with it Very until until it gets to the bit with the car. It's a bit blue, isn't yeah. it? Because it doesn't really. It's not really funny until they get to yeah. that point. Yeah, but when when the car comes around the corner, that's the genius bit. <laughs> um. <laughs> so you did do any eye testing? I, yeah, I've got parallels um, mm -hmm. with various installs of IE. Yeah. Um. I've got my working day of late. It's been left to others. That's good. And actually, because of late, I've been doing more interface icon work. Mm. Um, I haven't really done many websites recently. I've not had to do much like this. I have to say, it's lovely. Mm. It's very nice. You, you suddenly hear the birds sing. You see yeah. the sunshine. And when I go to do my own blog, it's, he says, knowing he'll never get around to doing it, I'm not going to support IE6. Nope. 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 Absolutely not. Um, what was I was going to say? Yes, yeah, so I use VMware. Yeah, I use uh, Parallels just because that's what I've got. Yeah, well, I I upgraded. I changed from Parallels to VMware because Parallels seems to be bringing my whole system down. Mm. Um, VMware doesn't, but then Parallels came up with a new version, which I think works better than that. Yeah. So I've, I'm on know. Parallels three, and it's it seems pretty snappy. Yeah. Okay, but how do you do? It? I mean, do you, how, for just testing different versions. I've got a different, because, well, for work, mm. I've got a separate Windows install for each one. And then I'll fire up each one and go through it, make yeah. notes, shut it down, yeah, open up the next one. I tried all that, run Mac on you, run Internet Explorer through, I think it's Wine or something. Mm. That was slow. Yeah. It's like going back to um, 
virtual PC. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was especially when you're testing it badly enough without having to do the kind of like crawl through molasses feeling of mm. working with that. Um, but yeah, I do the same thing. I've got a, a, an XP and a Vista install, and on the um, XP, I've got the standalone i5, i6, and i7. Yeah. Like, i7 is the default install, but then five of the standalone versions. I, I haven't enjoyed i8 yet, actually. No, well, I'm just on the verge of trying to work out that bumblefuck of a thing that they've done. Mm. There's a little meta tag you can put in your site, and they're saying it, the guy who did the post said, do it now. We get on a blacklist. So we're just debating whether to do that or not. It's the wrong way, though. We shouldn't have to be putting meta tags in. The, 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 we've already got the tag in that says this is yeah. a standard compliant well, site. Yeah. We've but got the, a doc type. Well, the strict doc type for one thing. I know that doesn't always mean that it should, you know, but we shouldn't be having to add extra tags just to please IE. I mean, you know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs. I don't know why they've decided to do that. But yeah. Okay. Is it my go? Yes, it is. Connor McNell, if you decide to do episode 20. I like that. Nice high jaunt there. He puts the H in brackets. Mm-hmm. Nice touch, nice touch. Very minimal. Uh, right. He's skipping all the other stuff. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's best movie is Predator. Yet the gra- greatest movie ever made is Commando. Can you explain this? <laughs> now, my favourite Arnold Schwarzenegger movie is Total Recall. Really? Yeah, I think it's a fantastic film. I don't like him at all, but that film is great. Is it Total Recall where his eyes come out in the sockets? Uh, when he's on the, on the moon, or is that a different... Yeah, that's when he... The, him on Mars. Yeah, yeah. his eyes pop out. That's fantastic. Oh, yeah, I'll go for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I don't think I've ever seen Commando. But actually, I do like Predator. I'm not even sure I've seen Predator. It's, um, he didn't talk much, so you know, it works. Can you read out that last bit? It says, also, on the Mr. T in your pocket... If you hit the don't give me no back talk, sucker, button repeatedly. No, don't don't give me no back talk, sucker. No, don't 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 give me no give me no don't don't give Oh, pardon me. Excuse you. General loviness. We love you too, Ben. Uh, I'm someone who can't really call myself a web designer or developer yet, but I'm slowly tooling up just to do that. Be assured by the time you've tooled up, it'll all have changed. Yes. I've been learning the requisite languages, HTML, CSS, JavaScript, and a bit of Ruby on Rails. Oh. Uh, however, having never actually published a real website, I'm in dire need of beginning, uh, beginner's introductions to finding a host. Right. What to expect and pay and stuff like that. If I was to do my first proper website for a small client, should I expect to organise the hosting myself? Presumably hosting it myself would be a very bad idea. What if the client doesn't know about the website? Surely I need to pick a hosting company based on what features provided. Seems to be getting it quite right. But mm. the client is going to have to set up the account with the provider. No? I wonder if there were some good tips for these sort of mundanities. Well, I would say don't host it yourself. No. Unless you really do know what you're doing and you're prepared to charge uh, a fee mm. for that. You know, that situation like when you're on holiday yeah. and the server's down, you know, mm. would you? that's the point where you'd prefer someone else to be hosting it yeah. rather than yourself. But if you, if you know what you're doing and can do it well, yeah. then it's a good extra revenue stream. Yeah. 
And it also means that you get to control the environment that your client decides to run on. Yes. Because often they'll come to you and say, I've already got hosting. It's yeah. only costing me two pounds a year. Yeah. And um, look. <laughs> look, it runs it front page. Yes, it comes with its own website builder. I've In the past, for smaller clients, I've just said, I'm going to advise you and recommend hosting, but mm. it's ultimately up to you. Yeah. I have fallen foul a couple of times where one of the hosts I was recommending went bust. Mm. However, they behaved very brilliantly and helped me move everything over to SegPub. Yeah. So I would go for a bigger, stabler host. Cost-wise, mm-hmm. don't be scared to pay a bit over the odds if the quality is good and the customer service yes. is good. Yeah. What sort of things should they be looking out for, though, for, in terms of a host? Uh, quality of customer service. Mm. I've always enjoyed hosts that actually know my name. Yes. Um, but the risk is that, that they go bankrupt because they're quite small. Yeah. True. Um, yeah. 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 Well, that's good. Definitely. I mean, the problem is the hosting depends on what you want to run on it, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, you, know, you need to spec need up to the change. job first yeah. too um, and hosts aren't necessarily forever either no no true um, oh I wish I had something more I don't know he should impressive try, to say he should, he, well he should try and find I don't know I'm quite keen on the idea of finding a smaller sized host finding yes. some guy or lady who mm-hmm. knows about hosting that you can talk to on the phone or on Skype. Yeah. And who knows you by name and who, who can help you support the clients. Mm-hmm. So Definitely. And keep a good local backup of all their files forever. Yeah. <laughs> and ever. But I suppose you should look at things like what uh, version of things are running like PHP, mm-hmm. you know, whether they keep their servers in good order. That's about specking up the project, isn't it? Really? It is, but I think it generally it gives you a good idea that the host is on the ball. Mm. And um, the, for example, the, the 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 server that our school website used to be hosted on hadn't been updated in over eight years. Um, holes. It, it was just sort of left to rot. More holes than a sieve. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's good to know that people are kind of not updating for the sake of it, but they're keeping everything up to date yeah. and or just secure. you know making sure that security patches are applied frequently. Mm. Yes, and obviously. You have to go by recommendations as well. Yep. Um, clearly, we mostly recommend take, but yeah, and, and how much you you have prepared to pay as well. Not so. just because they're sponsors either, but because very good. Yes, like you were saying about the customer service. Mm. I think someone you know, knows your name, you can actually talk to them. Yeah. So. Yeah. Should we go to the second question? Yeah, exactly. uh, the yeah. Re- you have you perhaps discussed the redoubtable star bar, and I missed it. Sounds like a nice boost tickles your various fancies, but oh. I'm sure that surely the star bar is superior in every way. Oh. I don't know. Starbar, I've done a Starbar for years, but I'm not sure about the superiority. I know what we're doing tomorrow then. We're going to have to um, get yeah. Starbar and Boost. Yeah. Yeah. It's peanutty chocolate goodness, apparently, mm. which sounds a bit kind of snickery. But, mm. um, or a bit peanut butter Kit Kat. And why wouldn't you? Oh, peanut butter Kit Kat, sir. Oh. Best in the summer, sir, when it's warm, sir. Don't get any tea, sir. Oh, gosh, I can't believe this next question is coming up, and I even might have an answer for it. Yeah. Except Vaseline. I misread that, I have to be honest. I thought it was Vaseline. Vaseline. <laughs> yes. Well, it does, as it is, it does sound a little bit like some sort of cream product. Mm. Just apply Vaseline M. Oh, this is for you. The area. There we go. You see, he's very much sent it to you at Hicks Design. Not even an acknowledgement that I exist. 
Well, so, it's a shame because well, you're, the, you're the one that's got the answer. Uh, so yeah, yeah. it's a shame he hasn't. A shame he hasn't answered asked you the question really. <laughs> yeah, because you know a lot about typography. I know shit. Go on, you've got. Well, are you, you're going to say the Robert Bringhurst book? Well, I was, but I've just bought another one. Um, but I need to look up the name of it. Mm-hmm. There's also uh, thinking with type. I rather enjoy. Yes. Which isn't as dry as the Robert Bringhurst, but obviously the Bringhurst has the um, the full gamut of you know reference work. Sorry, when I say Robert Bringhurst, I mean um, elements of typographic style. Yes. Actually, there's, uh, and of course, there's the supporting website that... Better sit near the microphone, than the Yeah. There's the supported uh, website that Richard Rutter and Steve Marshall... Yeah. ...which is very good. Mm-hmm. And Mark Bolton's Simple Steps... Well, yeah, has go good, back to that again. Well, it has good typography. Definitely. Um, in there. Sorry, I'm waiting for the internet. Mm-hmm. And the other one I've just bought is Type and Typography, which I haven't read yet but it's recommended by Jason Santamaria, who is the web designer of web designers. Yeah. Um, and I've flicked through it, and it looks fantastic. Exactly. In Can't fact, argue with that. if you want good recommendations, I would go to, we'll just link to Jason Santamaria's typography uh, section. Yeah. Books, because they're all in there. Job done. Job done. So, next question from Benjamin Vickery. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Could you discuss your issues with Flash on the web? Hold on, haven't we done a Benjamin Vickery already? Uh, was that another Benjamin? I think, I think we've done a Vickery something, haven't we? Hold on, going back up. Going back up. In fact, is it the same question? It bloody is. Is it the same question about Flash? It bloody is. Oh, Cheeky oh. Monkey. Oh, like, boys and girls, Cheeky Monkey. Oh, boys and girls. <laughs> oh, there's something else we're going to have to link to. Yeah. <laughs> well, there we go, Ben. So that's, you know, you don't have to send things twice to get your question answered. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, we still got around to it. I know. And we still did it twice. Okay, so, finally. Uh, saw this and thought of you. This is from John Osmond, the lesser known of the Osmonds. MrNiceHands.com yeah. Right. Oh. Ooh, there's big, big fingers. Oh, I see he's pulled my finger. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a Terence and Phillips show. <laughs> cool. Come on, let's move on. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll do a real one in a minute. Say. This is from Paddy Donnelly, and this is another one saying you're on my list of A to Z of web design. I think this is all very, very nice. However, mm. I'm not really that keen on this sort of Linky sharing. If people want to list us, that's lovely. Yes. But we don't really necessarily want to link back, do we? No, not necessarily. Move on. Benjamin Ketron. If you were to build a content management system driven by a database, what database would you use and why? A clue. I have. Well, first, I wouldn't even fucking attempt it. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't build a content management system. But I I tend to use ones that are used by SQL. Yeah, and I would say Postgres, uh, Postgres, because that's what we use at work, and the, yeah. the, the clever guys say it's good. What's the difference between Postgres and MySQL? You're asking the wrong man. I have no idea. There we go. Well, now the next one is uh, a pick we will link to, Mr. Warwick. Outboard engine powered by Robin Three Wheeler Raft thingy. 
That's oh, from, that's from Simon Warwick from upstairs. Historic futures. Thank you. We're all yeah. Miss Simon. Well, no, be because he can come and have coffee whenever he fucking likes. Ah, good idea. We'll make look, look, look at that, John. <laughs> <laughs> I said look at that because it looks like this is just before it capsized. <laughs> it's like a scene from Top Gear, isn't it? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Let's yeah. float some cars on a river. Before one of the presenters dies. <laughs> um, oh, goodness. Now, Should we, how, how much have we recorded so far in the podcast? What, what time are we at? Um, well, this is going to be a big one. We know that. We're on an hour already. Well, an hour, goodness. Yeah. Well, we could always do a Tiffy and Jordan special. Well, why don't we just acknowledge that he, he sent us the list and pick one? Because fuck me, that is a lot of questions. Actually, one of his questions is, why have you not called this episode the Deviant Special? Because <laughs> <laughs> we've only just got to it. Yeah, exactly. We would have if we'd known. Um, <laughs> gosh, there's some of this. Like, have you ever read XKCD? Uh, I think Earth I have, yes. What's that? I think it's is that the comic strip where it's the two pencil-drawn guys, maybe. Probably oh, right. completely wrong. Oh, that one about making yeah. a sandwich... Pseudo make me a sandwich. Maybe. One. I don't know. Oh, dear me. But just to put this in context, mm-hmm. what should I do with the Christmas presents I don't want, assuming I get some I don't want? Give them back. <laughs> eBay them. Yeah. Or... Save them for Christmas presents for people you don't like. Do some junk modelling with your local school. Who? What? Junk modelling? Junk modelling. What's that then? Yeah, but then junk modelling. No. Well, it's usually where you connect things like yoghurt pots and oh, cardboard yeah. boxes and you make things. You know, I made a model of you, Daddy. Oh, out of this vase that I didn't want. Yes, <laughs> I found this computer <laughs> and I took it apart. Uh, Chad Kaufman. Oh, is there something you have to do in, in well, the terminal? the question. I'm going to skip the terminal stuff. All right. I don't know who's asking. Shall I ask? Do you want yeah. to ask? What's the biggest unproductive personal project that you've ever worked on? Um, <laughs> personal project? Yeah. Biggest. And unproductive. Unproductive. They're all big and unproductive. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they're personal. so hard to choose, isn't it? Really, yeah. the Risington podcast. There we go. Yeah, it's exactly. Um, yeah, goodness, I'm, I'm done. Any theme matters, really? Uh, I like the hour-long cast. It says, "Well, it's going to be an hour and a half." I think by the time we're finished. Mm. Oh, now you got to ask one, Richard McCoy. I have to ask. Ask mm. it. How come you don't have to ask? Okay, can I ask the last one, didn't I? No, you didn't. Okay, I'll ask you. I've just moved to a small island off the coast of New Zealand. Funnily enough, we'll be moving to a small island soon. And cheese selection in the local shops is crap and all has rennet in it. What? That's cheese. Not all cheese. Well, yeah. Most cheese. Uh, Being a herbivore, I am faced with a choice. Become a vegan, move, or try something I have heard tale of in that you can get cheese delivered in the post. Sure you can. You can in the UK. Now worldwide in New Zealand, I have no idea. Me neither. Um, but now what's he oh, what I'm trying to work out is what's he saying? Well, living in New Zealand. You know, does he want it with with animal or vegetable rennet? Uh, he wants it with vegetable rennet, I think. Right. Him being a being a herbivore mm. as opposed to a carnivore. Right. Become a vegan. How does that help? Oh and does he cheese? Yes. Oh Sorry. Or become a herbivore. I'm a bit slow tonight. Um, Either that, or buy your own goat. Yeah. Make your own cheese. Yeah. New Zealand's quite a rural too. place, I'm sure. Mm. You must have a garden. Space. Well, that's the thing. Most cheese these days is vegetable rennet, isn't it? It's very rare that you get... I don't know. 
You're asking a man who doesn't know anything about cheese. Yeah. I think it's nice. But it's mostly vegetables in the UK. Well, I, I think if there's any vegetarian cheesemakers out there in New Zealand willing to post cheese to our friend Richard McCoy, they should perhaps email us. Yeah, come through us. And we'll, we'll pass it on. Yes. Okay. Do you want to read this one out, the last one? Yeah. Me? You? Yeah. You? You? You. Me? You. Chad Kaufman. Yeah. In episode 16, we tackled the subject of choosing colour schemes, suggesting colour and other approaches. One of the most effective things I have found when designing design in black, white and greys first. Grey boxing. Uh, which we've covered before, perhaps. By starting with a monochromatic layer, you'll focus on the design more instead of spending 30 minutes trying to choose the right colour or blue for certain headlines. If your design works in black and white, picking colours to fit the tone will be easy in the end. I agree with him. Yeah, exactly. Although you, you still have to look at the colour scheme at some point. Well, yeah, it's part of the design. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but I agree. Grey boxing is a great way to yeah. map stuff out. Absolutely. Right. Well, that was probably the slowest, tiredest podcast we've ever done. I know. So I felt absolutely knackered. <laughs> so, so we'll be re-recording this. <laughs> oh dear. Well, hopefully, once it's been edited down, it's going yes. to be a lot snappier and don't forget more interesting. Don't forget that um, competition at the beginning. We want Cause suggestions because I have already. Yeah. yeah. What was it? Was it? <laughs> suggestions for the name of the new podcast to the email address, mm-hmm. the at gmail dot com. Yes. By the end of the month, and the five winners will get a copy of building your own website the right way. That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Can we go home Come now? What? Hold on. I thought we were staying up and editing this. Now. Yes, we are, but just for the, the podcast. No, thing. let's Can not. Let's go home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah. Okay. Right. Thank you, everybody. Well, we'll see you Thank when you we for bearing you. with us. Uh, what are we, just before we go, what are we doing? Are we saying to people, send questions or? I, I think, think say people don't, don't send questions. And we'll do, a, we'll do maybe a 20A or a 21A and yeah. say... Because I do feel that we're kind of coming to the end of like possible questions we can answer, and we do feel that we get a lot of repetition on similar questions. Still. Yeah, but maybe we should be just be a little more um, ruthless, selective with our and yeah. say answered that one, not doing that one. But for now, don't do anything. We'll probably let you know what's happening with a little mini podcast at some point. Good idea. All right. Yes. Beep beep. Thank you, everybody. Say goodbye, Mr. Dennis. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> You want to hire Yellow Rabbit Internet? Fuck you, man. I might you find that to Yellow Rabbit Internet. They have a van. They bring their, <laughs> yes. they bring their internets in a van. Yeah. <laughs> and there's intriguing navigation items such as Beyond Amersham. <laughs> no! <laughs> Let's hey. try recording some Taxonomy! It was made for you and me. Foxonomy!